2: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
3: From the versatile EQB to the sublime EQS sedan, Mercedes-Benz makes electric extraordinary. The vehicle's all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. The choice is yours. Learn more mbusa.com slash EQ. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hope you had a great weekend. More importantly, I hope your wife or your mom had a great weekend. Doesn't matter if you did, as long as your wife or your mom or your mother-in-law had a great weekend, that's all that matters. Guys are here, still married, ready to go as we start the week. Who would have thought that we would go, hey, let's talk track and field and horse racing on the show. Those are some of the main topics that we have today, as we always do every Monday, best and worst of the weekend. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like. McLovin will provide a poll question. We got a couple of stats of the day. We got a play of the day. All of that forthcoming here in the first hour. We'll check in with Pat Forty from Sports Illustrated on the controversy from the Kentucky Derby. Otto Bolden, formerly one of the fastest men in the world, he worked for NBC Sports. He was there when DK Metcalf ran a 10 3 100-meter dash. We'll talk about that accomplishment. And Reggie Miller will stop by. Zion Williamson out for the season. And people in New Orleans not happy because they feel like he's officiated the way that Shaq was. And he's out with a broken finger. Luka Doncic and his controversy here. And how the number of technicals going into the playoffs could affect his game plan here. Because clearly, you can get under his skin. And uh, the amazing shooting exploits of Steph Curry. Incredible. If you go back and watch those highlights when he scored 49, he scored 49 in three quarters. The degree of difficulty, if they gave you points for degree of difficulty, he'd get five-point plays, six-point plays. And he's heading into that one-game playoff, it looks like. And that might be one of those where, be careful what you ask for. Because the Warriors aren't great, but Steph Curry is dangerous. Medina Spirit went from one of the great underdog stories in Kentucky Derby history to possibly the horse that brings down one of the greatest trainers in history, Bob Baffert. He announced on Sunday that his 2021 Derby winner tested positive for elevated levels of an anti-inflammatory medication. He's disputing the claim. We'll see what happens after horse racing authorities investigate further. For the casual racing fan and the average sports fan, it's not hard to imagine cheating. It's hard to imagine somebody getting caught. Ever since the steroid eras in sports like baseball, track and cycling, it, seemed, it I, I think it seems like most sports cleaned up their act or it feels like that or they're one step ahead of the, uh, the testers because we don't hear about too many PED scandals or we just don't pay attention to those anymore Horse racing's history with doping goes back longer than probably any other sport. So it's hard to think that in 2021, someone like Bob Baffert, a Hall of Famer, one of the great trainers of all time, probably the Bill Belichick to horse racing, would be sloppy enough to get caught. But with everything that goes on with these horses these days, it's not hard to believe lines were crossed, possibly serious mistakes were made. We hope to talk to Bob Baffert. Fritzi reached out to him. He's on the East Coast, and we'll see if uh, his schedule fits into our time frame over the next three hours. And it's not an illegal drug. It's just the time frame of when you're tested, and that, that has to be out of your body, an anti-inflammatory. And another thing to keep in mind, which we don't understand, and I want to ask Pat Forty. He covers this sport. They test these horses 14 days before the races, why don't you test them on the day of the race? Then you can clear them to run in the race. I mean, NASCAR has a pre-race inspection. I don't know if they do that in the Kentucky Derby or the Belmont or the Preakness. Was the horse cleared to race? That's what I'd be curious about. How long does it take to get out of your system? Is it 14 days? Get out of your system. How about we test you before we allow you to race? You run the risk of the cost of getting your horse there. But that seems like a logical approach here. We're going to test you before your horse races. And might be a scratch. So we'll talk to Pat Forty coming up. Phone calls always welcome. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle the DP show. Say good morning to Peacock. That's our TV partner. You can watch all three hours. Download the app and uh, premiere, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, nearly 400 cities around America that carry the program. Imagine if you have a, a ticket for the second horse. The horse that finished second was 25 to 1. Mandaloon. But if you didn't cash your check, then you can't cash your check as a winner there. And if you have Medina Spirit and you didn't cash your check, then you can't cash your check. But if you already did, you don't have to give it back. Yeah, welcome to horse racing. So we hope to hear from Bob Baffert. This isn't the first time, the second time, third time, fourth time, fifth time, sixth time, seventh time. Um, Pat Forty a little suspicious with Bob Baffert here on the uh, Dog Keeps Eating His Homework. We'll talk to uh, Forty a little bit later on. McLevin. what kind of poll question do you have for me? Okay,
4: and this is related to the sports Emmys. If you were at second place and the winner got disqualified, would you still be just as proud of the win? Say, for example, we lost a sports center yeah. and it found out that uh, SVP was using performance enhancing TV drugs, whatever these are. <laughs> <laughs> would you still? <laughs> I'm not
3: a pure hypothetical. We're, yeah. We're, we're, how about we don't put a name to Oh, it? yeah. Yeah. Uh, a but, sports center anchor had used something <laughs> illegally.
4: Yeah, <laughs> what could that possibly be? Like, I don't Neil know. Neil
3: Everett is the guy that I would keep an eye yeah. on. But, but look, I don't want to mention any names, but that if I'm going someplace, yep. I, I've seen Neil Everett late at night.
4: I don't know. He's, <laughs> he's he's playing a different game than I am. Would you be just as proud of the win? Like, for example, because USC got DQ'd, right? But they didn't give the championship to the second-place team, did they? No. Yes, Paul. Reggie
5: Bush was uh, declared not no longer the Heisman winner. His Heisman win was vacated. He actually gave back the trophy. But they did not pass on the Heisman win to Vince Young, who finished second. Yeah. There's no Heisman winner this year. If you're Vince Young, would you want the trophy? You can go back to Carl Lewis. Carl Lewis lost to Ben Johnson 100, I think, in 92. A couple of days later, Ben Johnson stripped and DQ'd. They gave it to Carl Lewis. Carl Lewis got the gold medal.
3: Yeah, talking to Carl about that, Carl had no problem getting that gold medal because they knew... That Ben Johnson was cheating. Now, there's varying degrees of cheating, it feels like. It's like Lance Armstrong in Tour de France. Do I think he's the only guy cheating? If the second-place finisher, third-place finisher, if they tested all of them, I'd be curious how far down you would have to go. And the winner of the Tour de France finished 19th.
4: Yay! Congratulations. What else do you have, McLuhan? But yeah, I mean, come on. You don't think Mandaloon's walking with his chest out now. It's, <laughs> he wanted to it. Okay, uh, on the Olympic topic. By the way, this program brought to you by Simply Safe, not just award
3: winning security systems that keep your family safe. They offer a team of highly trained security experts. For when you need them the most, go to com today. Customize your system. Get a
4: free security camera. All right. Okay. Would you rather win Olympic gold for track? I'm going to say like four by one hundred relay, or win a Super Bowl? So say you're coming up, and you know that you're like maybe not Usain Bolt, but you're an elite at track. Which sport is more rewarding? I'd run, rather win a Super Bowl than a gold medal. Yeah. I, I think a gold medal might win that poll.
3: Well, what event am I winning? If you say I'm the fastest man in the world.
4: If it's a 100 meter, it's a no-brainer for that. Okay, saying? you can be Usain Bolt, Tom Brady. You get Ooh. their career.
3: You can have their careers. That is a good one. Now, I would take Tom Brady because it's going to take a long time before somebody beats that. With Usain Bolt, there's a new fastest person in the world who comes along. Now, they might not be as decorated. They might not stay the fastest man in the world for as long as Usain Bolt did. But, I like, when's the last time you talked about Usain Bolt? Tom Brady is, you know... Still in the you know the, the national conversation
4: here, yeah, McLovin. But no one ever called Usain Bolt a system track star.
3: <laughs> well, they
4: might have. Uh. You know, coming from Jamaica, that's true. Maybe, but he was such a, an ally. He felt like that's a one track guy would want to be. I don't know who else is one gold. Medalist. Okay, but would you rather be Usain Bolt or Tom Brady? I would love to be Tom Brady. I have to. Usain Bolt's like a historic yeah. figure. Yeah. There's something about Usain Bolt that's just different. You, you saw him live. You said it was one of the most incredible yes, athletic feats you've ever seen. Yes, it was.
3: Well, to see real speed. Because when you watch on TV, it's completely different. When I watched him in London, and I, I went, oh, my God. Like, he's running the, uh, the 200 meters. And you're just, he makes the turn. So I'm sitting there. We're probably 25 rows up, right in the corner. And I said to my wife, he just won the gold medal. He just made the turn. And he still had 100 meters to go. I said, he just won the gold. And she said, how do you know? And then like five seconds later, she's like, how did you know that? I said, he was just starting. Everybody else got to a point where they're like, oh, I got to hold on for dear life. To see that acceleration, like you can feel it in a car, but when you watch it in a human being, like, whoa.
1: Yeah, see? But that said something, though, that you were in London, and you're like, wait, no, we have to go make sure that we watch Usain Bolt run. Yes.
3: Yes. But if the Patriots were playing in London that night, I would have gone to see them play as well. <laughs> well, if, that's true. Like if the Super Bowl was being played that night. I
1: have to night. see Tom Brady
3: throw I, a touchdown. I must. Back. I must. Yes, Paul?
5: I got to go Usain Bolt. You're worldwide. Whoa. You're historical. I know. I love Usain Bolt. You. I want his name, though. I don't want to be Paul Paps, the 100-meter <laughs> runner. Yeah, but I want everything. That doesn't sound fast. I, and you could tell. I was... But, like, Usain you're, you're Bolt, you're worldwide, you're historical, and his record may last for a while. His is 958. The closest in the past decade, in the past seven years, is two-tenths away. He could have this record for 30 years. And, oh, man, to, to, to be able to one time in your life walk and say, of every human being ever born, uh, if we lined all up, I'm going to win that race. So, I mean, you take everyone in history, and you could say it as a fact. Like, Tom Brady can't say for a fact he's the best quarterback. He's got the best resume.
3: Everybody runs. Like, if you think about it, everybody has run before. At, at, at one time or another, you raced on in rela- uh, you know, recess, a field day, maybe you ran track in high school. The fastest man to ever do that. The fastest man to have two legs is Usain Bolt. Yeah,
4: McClellan. And what's Tom Brady's athletic highlight? Like his biggest plays are like screen passes to Kevin Falk. I mean, he's not—he's the goat, but he's not fabulous. I would rather be Tom Brady because the sport is more important.
3: Track and field—you care about it. Like we cared about it because DK Metcalf was in this race. Who won the? Who had the fastest time? Exactly. Yeah, but we'll right? know in
0: the Olympics. We'll no, know I, in a know, few but months. No, nobody.
3: Who's fastest man in the world right now? No idea. Yeah. I'll know in August. Yeah. Okay. Still Usain Bolt as far I, as I'm I concerned. can't say it is. But he's not running anymore. Wouldn't it be great to see? I think that they should do weight divisions. Imagine if DK Metcalf, let's say you had heavyweight, like boxing, heavyweight, light, heavy. You had a middleweight, all the way down, featherweight. If you had weight divisions, and let's say those over 235 pounds are in the heavyweight division. You'd be hard-pressed to find somebody probably in the world faster than DK Metcalf at that at that size. Wouldn't it be great to see 300-pound guys? <laughs> Wouldn't it be great to have them out there? 300-pound guy, you know, running a 10-5, 100-meter dash. Gilbert Brown from the Packers yeah. at his peak. BJ Raji, you know. <laughs> Just to see those guys in, coming out of the blocks. Aaron Donald coming out of the blocks. That's another thing. You know, when you watch DK Metcalf, he doesn't have, you know, he, he's not trained to do this. It's it's basically, hey, out of the blocks and he stood up quickly. And he hadn't done this since high school. And he's only been doing this training for a month. Now, he still is finishing last in his heat. But you can see the difference between somebody running like a nine eight nine seven and somebody runs a 10, 10.3. I think he ran faster than people expected. I didn't have any high hopes that he was going to beat anybody, but he beat two guys and he'd been training for a month. It's just weird to see if you were going to say, Hey, we're going to do a movie about a guy who's bigger than everybody else. And, uh, he plays football, but he's somehow it's a Disney movie. And he, he gets into, you know, the starting blocks and, uh, you know, a bunch of skinny guys there and you would you would hire DK Metcalf for that role because he looks like the guy be like, oh, my God, you know, Michael Clark Duncan is no longer with us. But that'd be the kind of actor that you would hire to go. Yeah, we're going to have a guy who weighs so much, he's so big, he's bigger than everybody else. And uh, it'll be a great story. That's the feeling I got watching, you know, DK Metcalf. Yes, Todd.
4: I was going back to the situation with gold medal versus Super Bowl. If you played a very minor role in winning the Super Bowl, as much as you might like a Super Bowl ring over a gold medal... Yeah,
3: but we're not allowing that. That's not the conversation. This is Usain Bolt, Tom Brady. That's it. Who do you want to be? I would take Brady. Okay, thank you, Todd. Yes, McLovin.
4: I was just looking at 40s. John Ross ran a 4.22 compared to DK Metcalf's 4.33. Yeah. So I was wondering, could a smaller receiver compete at that level, maybe like, uh, you know, like a, oh, Tyreek Hill. Sure. I would like to see that too. Just, but I don't think they have the training. I don't think they have the technique.
3: Well, they don't have the time. This was, I. the one thing I thought of when I'm watching him race is why is Seattle letting him do this? Because if you get injured outside the facility, you don't get paid. We saw this in Denver where a player got hurt away from the facility they don't have to pay him his contract. And DK Metcalf has been a bargain. He's made about $2.5 million so far in his career. You know, you might be a curiosity. You might get an appearance fee at some of these events, but you're not making real cash. His next contract is when he's going to be making, you know, $16, $17
5: million a year. Yeah, Pauline. Yeah, I'm surprised. I wonder if he had to sign a waiver. But I wonder if DK Metcalf, besides the challenge of it, I wonder if he and his agent said, this is a great exposure play. There's people who may not have heard of DK Metcalf who saw this on their phones this weekend. And if you look about it, if you said, uh, I don't know if it's Q rating or famousness, he's up there. He's not the number one wide receiver, but he's probably the most famous one.
3: Bob Hayes famously won the gold medal at the Tokyo Olympics in 64. His time, a world record tying time of 10.06. That was back in 64. And Bob, of course, went to the Cowboys and eventually got into the Hall of Fame. Herschel Walker's another guy who had tremendous
5: speed. I don't think Bo Jackson ever ran track. Yeah, Paul. He did a little bit. He did, uh, his numbers weren't great, but he did run at Auburn a little bit. Is that where he, they probably said, hey,
3: you want to run a couple of races here? So was he <laughs> DK Metcalf before DK Metcalf? Uh,
5: Herschel was legit. Herschel lost to Carl Lewis in college by two tenths. Yeah. Wow.
4: All right, what else do you have, McLeod? then we'll take a break. Okay, uh, we don't have to do this now, but... <laughs> Russell Westbrook was in the news. Set the uh, tied the all time mark for a triple doubles. I'm just curious: Are we into Russell Westbrook? Do you want Russell Westbrook on your team? You could do it later, <laughs> but I still. And also, does the stink of the Washington Wizards franchise is that part of the thing here? Like, I can't get excited about Russell Westbrook, and I'm curious if you are.
3: Although I do think they could be a tough opponent in the playoffs I, with Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook. I I do. I'm not. You know, we we've seen the Wizards, and it's not pretty. But if those two, you know, play at a really high level, then you know, they could be dangerous there.
4: Yeah, I'm looking at the playing teams. Some of them look really good. Like if the Lakers and Warriors are playing teams oh, and you're a one or a two seed, that's not doesn't seem fair almost.
3: The Lakers beat the Suns, and if that is the matchup, like they if I'm Phoenix, you're just hoping that you're not facing the Lakers in, you know, the, the first round. Uh, Anthony Davis dropped forty two in that win. Uh Luca got tossed for a cup check and uh alleged cup check. I thought that he was smacking Colin Sexton's arm away. The other Danettes didn't agree with me. They thought that maybe this was a little more malicious in intent. Yes, yes, Eden. Because he, he takes a peek. Right before he swats his arm down, mm. he did, does sort of like a side-eye mm. to see exactly where mm. he's about to hit him. <laughs> mm. That, to me, is the
1: telltale sign, the side-eye.
3: I like when the official walks over and he has to give the official explanation. Like, wasn't it uh, like a, a aggressive strike to the groin area <laughs> or something? Yes, Todd.
4: Of course, it's got to be a flagrant, too.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, just the whole thing, you could tell where the official's just a little uncomfortable announcing this. Uh... Number 77, flagrant two, aggressive strike to the
4: <laughs> groin. What'd you say? G- groin. Groin. Area. Yeah, Paul.
5: In German, that's pokal in Cup <laughs> check, by
4: the way. Yes, McLeod. He's like, yeah, it was a glance, but we all know that hurts yes, more. Yes, it does. Yes, instead of a direct strike there. Yes, he personal
6: foul. I'll pick this up. On number 99 of the defense, f 3
3: Yeah, of
0: all the awkward calls, giving him the business down there.
3: I was at that game. (laughs) I was at that game. Marty Lyons, giving the business, (laughs) and i I had never, I'd never heard that before. Where you're actually describing it the way there, there was nothing in the rule book that says, you know, hey, offsides number ninety two. It just uh, giving him the business. Personal
6: Personal file. file. 69 offense. He was giving them the business.
5: <laughs> Does it say that in the rule book? Yes, Paul. Does it matter if Luka Doncic made contact with the groin? Is it about intent or delivery? Does he did he complete the act?
3: Well, Colin Sexton didn't flinch. Respect. <laughs> I mean, I I don't think I I think Luka was trying to you know smash his arm away from him, but he got a uh, flagrant. 2 Let's take a break. We'll uh, dive into this Kentucky Derby mystery, controversy here. 21 after the hour, take a break here on the Dan Patrick Show. It's amazing. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. Automatically. No limit on how much you can earn. It's amazing. It's even more amazing because 99% of the places in the United States that take credit cards take Discover. So get used to hearing the word yes more often when you use your Discover credit card. You can learn more at discover.com slash yes. That's discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app
1: All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.
3: We'll get to your phone calls coming up. Best and worst of the weekend, as we always do every Monday. This program brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. They go far beyond from their customization options, cutting-edge tech, five-star sales service, financial support crew. Mercedes-Benz Vans are built, equipped, engineered to be ready for anything. Go the extra mile, taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. Pat Forty set to join us, the Sports Illustrated senior writer. He has been on hand for all seven of Bob Baffert's Kentucky Derby wins. He wrote a column, and his latest column says this to start out. When it comes to drug testing in sports, the denials are always vigorous, uh, often fanciful, but rarely compelling. The positive drug tests keep piling up for Bob Baffert's top horses, So do the explanations for them. The dog keeps eating the homework an entire semester's worth by now with permanent damage to the digestive tract. Pat joins us now. Walk us through the accusations here, Pat. Uh,
6: Well, Dan Medina spirit surprise winner of the Kentucky Derby. A sample of his drug test was positive, positive. For beta-methasone, uh, a, uh, an anti-inflammatory slash uh, you know, pain reliever sort of sort of drug, uh, 21 picograms, not a big number, but a positive is a positive. And this is now the fifth time for Bob Baffert in a relatively short period of time that one of his top horses has had a positive test. Uh, the B sample still hasn't been tested, so we'll wait to see what comes back with that, if it is positive then he will be disqualified as the Kentucky Derby winner, just the second drug-positive DQ for a winner in derbies, in the Derby's 147-year history.
3: This drug is legal in Kentucky, correct?
6: Yeah, uh, but it's not supposed to be in a horse's system on race day. Uh, it can be used. The, the regulation basically is that it, it needs to not be used within 14 days of race day.
3: I don't know why they don't test these horses right before on race day. Do do they? Because it's 14 days out and then do they test and then we don't get the results till after the race?
6: I think that's the case here is that the test was done, you know, whether it was after the race or whether it was right before in the paddock. I, I'm not uh, quite honestly, I'm not sure when precisely the test was performed, but it was, it was a race day test. I am reasonably sure.
3: Yeah. But that's what I don't understand. It's like Justin Turner tested in the World Series prior to a game, and then they took him out in like the seventh inning because they're like, whoa, you you, t- you you tested positive. I don't understand why they wouldn't test, get results, then that way you clear the horses. Then you don't. NASCAR does this, Pat. You have to pass an inspection before the race.
6: Yeah, right. I, I get you. I, I just, Dan, I, I don't know whether they can turn it around quickly enough to get something that's close enough to the race to say he's going to race clean. You know, I, I mean, if if you test them on uh, Friday, you could do something to them Saturday morning that could have an immediate effect uh, yeah. and and uh, on race performance. So, you know how long it takes to turn around the testing. I think would be the the lag time. There would be the issue that you're uh, the kind of is, confuses what you're getting at.
3: Uh, all right, give me Bob Baffert's explanation here. Baffert says
6: they never gave the horse that drug. Period. He doesn't know how it got in his system. Why is this happening to me? Was part of his explanation. And look, I like Bob Baffert. I have covered him since the day he arrived in Churchill Downs as a nobody in 1996. I again have covered all six or all seven of his Derby wins. He's like the med- the best thing that's ever happened to the media in horse racing because he's so glib and approachable and available and successful. But the explanations just stop adding up. Again, this is five major. Positive tests or big time horses in big time spots, and it says this is a t- positive test for a drug that uh, his uh, star filly Gamine was positive for on Oaks Day in 2020. So he may have not put the the. Drug in the horse, but this is not a new drug to have found in a Bob Baffert horse on a test uh, pertaining to a race.
3: And we saw this with Bounty Gate with Sean Payton. He wasn't involved in Bounty Gate, but he was the head coach during Bounty Gate. And he got suspended, lost $8 million in salary here. How much does, I mean, it's Bob Baffert's stable, his horses, you know, could something, somebody else there on the food chain.
6: Yeah, do something. I, yeah. I mean it's possible. And you know, he basically was intimating that, you know, is this sabotage because a lot of people don't like him, which I think is is again very fanciful. Hmm. Uh you know, Bafford horse, a Bafford Derby horse.
3: And Pets feed just froze up there.
5: Blame Bob Baffert. Wow. Yep. All else fails. Blame Bob Bafford. Uh, yeah, pulling. I'm kind of fascinated. I was really, when I was reading the story, I'm like, I stopped for a second. I said, what is Baffert's excuse going to be? Is he going to go the, it wasn't us. It, we didn't do anything. We didn't use this drug whatsoever. Or the defense, which he's used in other cases. Yes, we used the drug, but we used it three weeks ago. Like we said, like we're supposed yeah. to. And the they call it picograms, which is like a, as little as you can. And there's a threshold of, you know, they have thresholds where you can have a little trace in your system. He's not going that way. He's saying we didn't do anything.
3: Churchill Downs officials have suspended Bob Afford from entering other horses there until further notice. Um, is uh, is Pat back with us? Pat joins Come us here. on the yeah. phone. Yeah. Okay, thank you, buddy. Uh, right. Where did we leave off?
7: Um, we left off at, at
3: basically. No, that basically. doesn't sound good either. That doesn't sound. Tell Pat, thank you. That uh, that that sounded like they were disguising his. Like voice. a sixty minutes episode. Yeah,
4: witness protection.
5: Yeah, and that's what I saw. Him at Johnson Pharmaceuticals gave me the the tests. Approach the horse. <laughs> Twenty picograms.
3: <laughs> Faces blacked out there. This is definitely not Pat
5: Forty of Sports Illustrated. Okay. Definitely not.
3: uh And I, I feel bad. Pat's on the West Coast, so he got up early. <laughs> <laughs> He got up at 6 a.m. Here we are making fun fun of him here. But, uh, all right, we may hear from Bob Baffert a little bit later on. But when you have five of your top horses in the last year who tested positive, that's not a coincidence. That sounds
4: like it's habit forming here. Yes, McLovin. I just found it's a post-race blood sample. Okay. Yeah. Kind of like in basketball where But they, why
3: can't you do it the morning of then
5: then you remove the possibility of embarrassment. Maybe that you can do something between the morning and the night. Yeah. Well well, like you said, Dan, NASCAR does a pre race and post race inspection, and the cars are cleared to race so you don't mm-hmm. have this situation. And then they do the post race in case someone tweaked things in the in the garage.
3: And and if you have that ticket for the second or you, you already cashed your ticket and uh, Mandaloon. Mandaloon's twenty five to one. Imagine if Vegas recognized, you know, I mean, that's a bad beat if if that's the case. Because 25 to 1, if you were able to cash
4: that, yeah, McClellan. Yeah, why don't, I, I don't totally understand the reasoning why you can't cash it. Because I think we were researching it. I think he gets the prize for the number one guy. He's the winner. I, I'm curious, like, obviously they lose a lot of money, but it feels like you should get it. But, but can you take,
3: thing. let's say you own this horse that finished second air quotes, what does that do for this stud fee? Because if you win the Kentucky Derby, then all of a sudden your rates go up. Yeah, Paulie.
5: Like if you're at the stud farm for uh, Medina, what is it? Medina. Medina. You put an asterisk, really small. Kentucky Derby winner, not officially the winner for 2021, but you put it real small on the board.
3: But imagine these horses walking around, you know, Medina spirit. Well, yeah, yeah, really cocky over there, cheater. Hey, runner up. How are you doing? Mandaloonie.
5: But yes. you know, Medina Spirit's farm is wild. They're doing all types of substances. They're having a great time. <laughs> the other one, they're just kind of nerds. It's like Woodstock. Yeah. Medina Spirit.
3: Hey, what do you got there? I don't know. Nobody covers horse racing like we do. Yes, yeah, see. <laughs> you could almost see though like this whole thing is a made for TV
1: movie. Right. If you go like the conspiracy theory angle, like I don't know who the second best horse trainer is in the world. I don't even know if Bob Baffert is the first, but he's got to be up in the top five for sure. And there's some other rival trainer who's secretly like dosing his horses with some type of two two picograms to get them over the limit or something. And there's some other billionaire who's like, man, we got to take him down. Yes, McLeod. I,
4: I did hear some people say, I feel bad for the horse. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't think the that. horse has no idea. <laughs> Although he does like that stud fee idea, I'm sure. But the I, horses don't know, right?
3: I, I don't know. If you've ever witnessed, you know, the mating of two horses, it, it's probably not like you had this weekend with uh, Mother's Day. I'm just saying it's not romantic <laughs> there. It's not candy and, and roses.
5: Just, just not. <laughs> Uh, yes. <laughs> it, it does seem like Bob Baffert though is a couple more situations away from blaming the horse he's run out of excuses it wasn't us it was them I used a little bit of this stuff and...
3: I can't keep an eye on that horse yeah. at all hours
5: I don't know where he's going he was at the mall he was cruising GNC the other day I left him for two minutes to get some Sabaro, and next thing you know
3: <sighs> I told him you can't get this over the counter stuff anymore you gotta stop you gotta read the label
4: <laughs> all right are we got a poll question we're gonna go yeah on? we got Usain Bolt the old Usain Bolt versus Tom Brady <laughs> of <course. poll>.
3: that's <laughs> what that's what people would have thought would have been our poll question today yeah, if, if you hear that on another show yeah. you know where they got it from they saw this one coming a mile away all right we'll take a break best and worst of the weekend Our play of the day top of the hour Otto Bolden was on the call for DK Metcalf's 100 meter dash we'll talk to Otto about DK, and does he have a future in the sport? Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, and you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app.
1: all in one app with one password. Prime Video, it's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply, Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See amazon.com slash amazonprime for details.
3: Play of the day.
2: Oh my god.
0: The play's the play called play of the day. Runner left side garlic. Play, play it This is the play of
1: the day. Check this out.
0: 13 to shoot, 49 seconds to go. Nick's up 194. Randall. Bodies in a George at the left wing. Between the legs, step back jumper. Good from 20 feet away. Randall again when it counts. And Nick's lead by eight
3: with 37 seconds to go. At 38-30, and 30, currently the fourth seed in the East, the Knicks had the best record in any season since 2012 when they won 54 games. Also the last time the Knicks won the Atlantic Division. That's courtesy of the Knicks Radio Network. Play of the Day is brought to you by M-Drive. Go to mdrivedan.com today. Free shipping, 60-day money-back guaranteed, the supplement I take every day. Powerful ingredients backed by science. You get energized, stronger, leaner. Don't let age beat you. Refind your prime with M-Drive. Been a while since we've talked about the Knicks. Tom Thibodeau has done a wonderful job. I don't know where he is on Coach of the Year honors. I know we're still trying to figure out who's the MVP, but uh, Coach of the Year? Tom Thibodeau has done a wonderful job there. Monty Williams done a wonderful job with Phoenix.
5: Yes, Paul. The last time the Knicks were relevant, 2012-2013, they finished first in the East. They're 54 and 28. They had Carmelo Anthony, and they made that nice little playoff run. They haven't made the playoffs since that season. It's hard to go eight years without making the playoffs in the NBA.
4: Yes, McLovin. I just want to point out they're not in yet. They are, I heard this on New York radio, that they are fourth, but they could easily fall to seventh because they're only a game up and be in the play-in tournament. Now, is it in the play-in tournament, in the playoffs? They're one game up on the play-in tournament now. Um, kind of is. Are, are you using semantics to get out of a bet? No, I just, I'm, I'm anti-Knicks. I can't help it. I feel like it's Tom Thibodeau, because I'm in New York, and all people are talking about how the Knicks are back. And it's a little obnoxious. I don't know why. Well, it is a good story. They're 38-30. and 30. Okay, but that's a good story. The I, Nets, meanwhile, are maybe the uh, NBA favorite, and nobody's talking about them in New York. It's, no, no, we do talk about them. But almost often in a slightly negative Wait, way.
3: But what's the new story on the Nets? Like, well, I mean, what am I missing? That everybody's healthy?
4: That's the new story. Not yet. <laughs> yes, exactly. But it's funny that there's just this—they're like the underdogs, in Knicks, the lovable underdogs. They're—they're
3: they're not the underdogs. They're just not covered as much. The Knicks are so important to New York, New York City. That fan base is as loyal—you know—far more loyal than they need to be. It, if the Knicks. Were winning like the Nets or had the potential, then it would be scary. I mean, the Knicks are like the Lakers to the Clippers, and even though the Nets are a team that you know favored to win the 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 NBA title, it's still it's a Knicks town. I get the Clippers won a title that doesn't you know they're not going to take away from the Lakers. They you hey you got a nice year there. Congratulations. Let us know when you win a few more banners. But that one year, okay, that's your run. The Nets should have a run here on dominance.
4: They should. But funny things happen on those road to dominance. Yeah, McLovin. It's funny, like Reggie Miller, that big game, if it wasn't against the Knicks, would we have cared as much? You're right, there's something special about the Knicks. I think national, too.
3: Yeah, but it's people who are probably 45, 50 years of age and older, they remember what the Garden used to sound like. I mean, even go back to Patrick Ewing when they faced, you know, the Chicago Bulls, there was an atmosphere there. We haven't had that atmosphere in a long, long time. But those who are of a certain age remember what that was all about. A couple of phone calls here, best in words to the weekend. I think we settled on our poll question. Would you rather be Tom Brady or Usain Bolt? Yep, probably saw that one coming. Yes, McClellan.
4: Early results are actually 50-50, right at 50 okay. So it's torn. Okay, Barry
3: in Long Island leads us off. Hi, Barry. Best and worst of the weekend.
1: Good morning, fellas. Uh, Best of the weekend after uh, splitting two in St. Louis with me in attendance and my beautiful single-seat pod, my New York Mets sweep the Diamondbacks and have won five in a row. Worst of the weekend, Jacob DeGrom leaves after five innings with a lot of troubles. Yeah. Only the Mets. Yeah. Yep. Only the Mets. Thank right? you, Barry. Oh, and I got, and I got Francisco Lindor hit, too. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Barry.
3: Yeah. Congratulations. A guy that you're spending $300 million on got a couple of hits there. Well done. Uh, the uh, Reds' Wade Miley no-hit the Indians on Friday. That's the fourth no-hitter in baseball this season. I think the all-time record is Seven. When you have this hit-miss mentality and guys who throw hard, you know, it's trying to understand the stats here. Like like strikeouts, there's fewer balls that are put in play. I mean, Max Scherzer had like 14 strikeouts in seven innings a couple of days ago. Didn't win the game, but it feels like double-digit strikeouts, like that's not a big deal anymore. Because guys are so, it, it used to be if you struck struck out a 100 times in a season, it was embarrassing. Like that was the walk of shame. You'd go up there strike out and lower your head. Now, 100 strikeouts, hey, you got to the all-star break. It just it's different. You're throwing hard as long as you can. Now you're not getting complete games, but you are it just feels like you can get more strikeouts because nobody's embarrassed. Tim Kirchin will join us tomorrow to talk about this new trend of no hitters, uh, high strikeout totals, and uh, been been a while since we've had Timmy on. Jeff in Detroit, hi Jeff. Best and worst of the weekend.
6: Hey, what's going on, Dan? The best of the weekend. I don't really have a worst. My eighty-six year old mother seeing her great-grandbaby
3: for the first time.
6: That's probably one of the most special moments that I've had in my life. Had a wonderful weekend. You guys have a good day, brother. Thank
3: you, Jeff. Sounds like Jeff is busy. Probably had a customer there that he picked up. Jeff's a driver, former former police officer in Detroit, and now I think he uh, drives. He's an Uber driver.
5: Yes, Paul. Checking baseball almanac. Last year there was forty three thousand strikeouts in baseball. Like times guys struck out ten years ago, there was thirty thousand. Forty three thousand. Yeah, that's what I have here from baseball almanac. Total number of strikeouts, like swing and miss. Alnl, but they didn't even have a full season. No, no, um, twenty nineteen. Sorry, oh, last full season. Uh, oh, okay. my bad. Oh my god. Last full season was, and that's by far the all time record. And it's gone up by ten thousand in a decade. It's gone up by twenty thousand in twenty five years.
3: Now, are are these strikeouts or swing and misses? Strikeouts.
4: Yeah, McLeod. I bet you the home run record. Uh, do, do they set the home run record almost every year yeah. too? So yeah. the two must be correlated. Somewhere. Yeah, they are. Well, if you look at peak home runs, oh one, oh two, oh three, there was
5: thirty thousand strikeouts. There's forty thousand this year. On pace for over forty thousand.
3: It just doesn't matter anymore. You don't have to put it in play. Nobody cares. Uh, although I keep wondering if somebody does something that's counterattack to this. I keep maintaining that one day somebody shows up with a big lineup in the NBA, and then you got to guard our guys. I don't know if somebody will do because not everybody can shoot the way some of these players, some of these teams do. You know, a baseball team, I wondered if you could recreate what the Cardinals were like back in the 80s with Whitey Herzog. Willie McGee, I mean, they had such a wonderful team, defense and speed. It's different. It's different than what you have in baseball. But you put it in play and they would steal bases. Oh, there's certain... People of a certain age don't know what a stolen base is. That's when a guy will get on first and take a lead off, and then he'll run and then try to out-throw the catcher. That's called a stolen base. Probably haven't seen one in your lifetime, but, you know, hang around. Maybe you'll get one where a guy's caught in a rundown, they'll give him a stolen base there. Uh, Paul in Louisiana. Hi, Paul. What's on your mind today?
0: Dan, uh, real quick, if I can, being a former horse breeder and a quarter horse breeder, uh, when the mare's ready and she's in season, the stud just uh, he does his business. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, real quick, my I like to do worst of first if I can. Right. Uh Worst is uh, Zion wins breaking his ring finger. Yeah. And he, he he does get hammered a lot. And I don't understand what they could do about that, but that's my worst. My best of sixty miles north of Louisiana, uh, New Orleans, in Lange, Louisiana. Native Wade Miley pitched a no-hitter, um, Southeastern Louisiana University uh, alumni, and he couldn't tie him to a better country boy. He's a good old guy. All
3: right. Well, thank you, Paul. Yeah, I hear a lot of great things about his personality.
4: It, uh, Wade throwing that no-hitter. Yes, McLovin. You were saying how no names get no-hitters. Yeah. Another guy, I was like, oh, no. I've got to hurt you. It. It's just unbelievable. It,
3: it. You know, it's amazing the number of great pitchers who had – you know, a hundred starts, hundreds of starts and didn't have no hitters. And then you get some random guy who goes out there and you're like, hey, just had the day of my life. Yeah,
5: Paul. Yeah. Wade Miley was uh, second for rookie of the year and it was an all-star in 2012. That's a, And then basically he's been banging around, having decent seasons. All
3: right. Coming up in about 10 minutes, we'll talk to Otto Bolden. He was on the call for DK Metcalf's race. Was he impressed by this? DK Metcalf have a future in this? Imagine if he dropped 20 pounds and really wanted to do this. So we'll talk speed with Otto Bolden. And I'll ask him the poll question. Would you rather have the career of Usain Bolt or Tom Brady? And Reggie Miller will join us in the final hour of the program. Back after this. Close that first hour with M Drive. You find it harder to keep up with the younger guys at the gym or the office. Not me. I take M Drive. M Drive everyday supplement for guys who want to compete with guys twenty years younger and win. M Drive gives you energy, gives you strength, stamina. You can fight back, maintain your edge, no matter your age. Packed with clinically tested ingredients. M Drive helps you burn more fat, stay lean, boost your drive. Go to mdrivedan.com today and try it for yourself. They have free shipping. They have a sixty-day money-back guarantee. And there's nothing to lose. That's mdrivedan.com. And you can also find M Drive at Rite Aid, Walgreens, and Vitamin. Shop. I've been using M Drive for over a year now. Stay at the top of my game. Feel energized, ready to attack the day. Are you ready to try M Drive? Go to MDriveDan.com today. Don't let age beat you. Refind your prime with M Drive. Once again, go to MDriveDan.com or you can pick up the supplement at Rite Aid Walgreens Vitamin Shop. MDriveDan.com. What makes a Mercedes-Benz EV different? Electric is what gets you there. But Mercedes is what moves you. Like no other automaker can. The vehicle, all electric. The feeling, all Mercedes. The choice is all yours. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQ.
7: Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card...